0: What I'm loving about today's episode is this will set the stage for us to allow all of us to really start digging deeper, to get to the heart of what we truly, really, really want and clarifying our goals, which in turn will then help us identify the best path forward.
1: Welcome to you. Your Career Revolution Podcast, the place where you learn how to reimagine and reclaim the life of your dreams. I am your host, Courtney Dexterhouse, and I am joined by Tamara Loring, who is the Chief of Brand Ideology at The Entrepreneur Source, and Marissa Freuss, the CEO at The Entrepreneur Source. Both of these women, they have oh, such a deep passion to see you live out your self-sufficient dreams. So ladies, once again, thank you for joining me today. You look lovely. Thank you. Same to you. So excited to be here again. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Me too. Well, this podcast is based on the book, Your Career Revolution. And over the next five episodes, we are going to continue breaking down this book chapter by chapter. That way, by the end, you can start experiencing success and turn your dreams into a reality. Yes, they can become your reality. So if you have not listened to the first two episodes, I need you to go back. Listen to them because they have crucial information and questions that you've got to ask in order to prepare yourself for today's episode. Speaking of, today we are going to peel back the layers to get to the heart of what you really want and also what might be standing in the way of you getting it. Okay, so this chapter, it starts by talking about the large discrepancy between what people want and then what people do. What do you make of that?
0: Oh, my gosh, Courtney, that is so huge, right? You said what people want versus what people do. There's actually this interesting study by, done by Dartmouth where, they were, uh, where people were asked, suppose you were working and you could choose between different kinds of jobs, which would you prefer? Would you prefer being an employee or being self-employed? And can you guess what the study said? it determined that just over 70% of the American population has a strong desire to want to be self-employed. Now, contrast that figure to the number of people who are actually self-employed. If you were to guess, what percentage would that be? Here, I'll tell you. It's 6%. So why this drastic discrepancy between what people say they want versus what people do? Could it be? Because most of us have this strong desire to want to be self sufficient, but we're actually scared to death to take personal responsibility and the perceived risk of what it means to be self-employed. Look, if the road towards self-sufficiency and financial freedom were free of obstacles and challenges, almost everyone would take it. Everyone would do it. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, So I think that is the one discrepancy between what people want and what people do, right? It's just this perceived risk. The other thing that I think is fascinating is Figuring out the difference between what you really want and what you initially think you want can actually be so confusing. Is it okay if I give you an example? Yes, please do. Absolutely. Okay. So what I mean by that is you may be thinking that um, I want to make more money and in order to make more money, I need a better job. But here's the thing, is making more money the ultimate goal? or is finding the job the ultimate goal? Or is either one of them actually the ultimate goal? Is maybe the ultimate goal to have the ability to keep more of your earnings so that you can do the things that you want to do? See how it can get so confusing? Mm -hmm. So what if you were to find out that, let's say, small business owners can actually re- legally reduce their tax bills compared to W-2 employees and keep a greater percentage of their earnings. So they may not be making as much as a W-2 earner, but they get to keep more of their money. If you were armed with that knowledge, with that change, you'll go in any way, right? So maybe it's not looking to earn more money. Maybe it's not finding that better job, maybe it changes directions altogether. Brian Clemmer actually wrote a book, and I always, always loved the title because it uh, stuck with me, because he says... If how to's were enough, we'd all be skinny, rich, and happy. So, his premise is <laughs> that it's not the fact that information isn't out there. The information is readily available. So, there must be other things that are preventing most of us from doing and pursuing what we say we want, myself included, right? I'm not immune to that. You know, it kind of makes me chuckle because as human beings, we're really fascinating creatures. We're not always logical or rational. But what I'm loving about today's episode is this will set the stage for us to allow all of us to really start digging deeper to get to the heart of what we truly, really, really want and clarifying our goals, which in turn will then help us identify the best path forward.
1: That's great. Um, I had this thought as you were speaking, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this one. Uh, I read from an author that I really enjoy. They, They said that we, at the, at the core of who we are, we do what we want to do. Like, even though we say we really want this at the core of who we are, we end up doing what we want to do. What are your thoughts on that? And, and I think what they really were getting down to is those undiscovered actual values and desires that we really want. So whether that be something that we stay in the comfort zone for, like we would rather have comfort than X, Y, and Z. What do you make of that statement?
0: Oh gosh, yeah. You know, the subconscious mind, I think, is very, very powerful, right? Um, And we're constantly deceiving ourselves because we all say we want, like I said, that title, we all want to be rich, skinny and happy. I have yet to meet the person on the planet who says, nope, 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 Tomorrow, you know, um, wealth is not really for me or happiness. Oh, no, no, no. Right? But then you think... Okay, so if we say we want it, why don't we do it, right? Do we actually thrive on negativity? Do we love the drama? Is it maybe um, a limiting belief that, you know what, um, my circumstances prevent me from going to college or, you know, being part of, you know, what I perceive this elite class or whatever it is. So you're absolutely right. You know, what we say we want versus our actions. And what we actually end up doing, our actions are very telling of what we truly believe deep down at the core. And this is really what we want to get to is take away those layers that may be preventing us from getting out of our current comfort zone so that we can pursue these new things. And trust me, once you start uncovering them, I know for myself, I started actually laughing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I can't believe I actually held on to that limiting belief. Right. It was all self-imposed and made up, but still, so that is what prevents you from taking that action. So yeah, we're, we're co- complex beings. Let's put it that
1: way. <laughs> well, speaking of layers, I know in the last two episodes, Tamara, you mentioned that there are some F words that we just have to be weary of. And so today we're, we're going to spend some time talking about what those F words are. Uh, but I'm curious, Marissa, to, take your, to hear your take. What are those F words specifically? <laughs> How yeah. do they derail us? Because they're not the F words that we are thinking. They're different (laughs) F-words, but they can be Uh, just as detrimental.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And I know some of you out there may be bracing yourselves, wondering what F-words are going to come out of my mouth. So spoiler alert, no swear words here, Um, but we're going to talk about that. So our goal in this chapter is to help individuals um, really peel back the layers to start to get to the heart of what they want out of life. And Courtney, I think you mentioned that earlier, but what that U2.0 is actually going to look like clarifying those goals will help identify that best path forward. The one thing to be prepared for, though, in doing this is the emotions and maybe even some obstacles that come along with it. And part of those emotions may actually be sparked by dealing with some of those F words. So let's talk about what those F words are. The first one is going to be frustration. The second F word, and this is one that I think we've spoken through the last few episodes, and that's fear. And he's going to talk a little bit more about that in just a few minutes. There's financial constraints. And then this last one may seem a little odd, and that's family and friends. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in a little while as well. So somebody who's listening right now and they're saying, "Uh uh-oh, I deal with all of those
1: F words. Mm -hmm. I would love for you to give some encouragement around this so people don't get discouraged even before they begin. So what can you do to provide hope to people?
2: Yeah, I know. Great question. And absolutely would love to answer that. So No doubt, um, some of those are very important F-words, especially when considering self-sufficiency. And part of going through this U2.0 journey is making sure that you address those, which we'll talk more about in today's episode, but that you also feel comfortable with them. So one way to feel more comfortable and also bring you a little bit of hope as well um, as you address these is remembering just one more F-word and that is financial freedom. And actually maybe even just the word freedom, which is something else we've been talking about, right? Being able to break free from the battered career syndrome or the battered investment syndrome, and really being able to live the life of your dreams for yourselves and your family. So don't forget that other very important F word, which is financial freedom.
1: That's great. I have to comment on this one for people who are just listening and not watching right when you said financial freedom, Marissa, Tamara, she gave a fist bump in the air. So like, tell me what was going on in your mind when you
0: heard that? Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is what it's all about. Mm, Who doesn't want freedom, right? Whether it's financial freedom. But, you know, success is really having the freedom to be yourself, to wake up every day thinking this is a miracle that I get to do what I want to do. I mean, that, you know, that's how I feel like waking up. And I just want to sing it from the hilltops because Mm -hmm. I want everybody to know that they can shape that freedom and that future for themselves. Yeah, another F word there. Future, right? You know, shape your financial freedom and your future. Take take charge of that.
1: I love it. So let's keep financial freedom in mind as we start tackling some of these F words. The first one, as you mentioned, Marissa, frustration. What are the differences between healthy frustration and unhealthy frustration? Because we all get
2: frustrated at times. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that we're discussing it this way as well. Not only the un- the unhealthy, but the healthy frustration as well. Because what you do with fr- frustration can make a world of difference when it comes to taking action. So let's talk about the unhealthy frustration first. I think this actually relates back to something we discussed in our last episode when it comes to being paralyzed by fear, which again, we'll talk about in just a couple minutes, but that unhealthy frustration can do the same thing. It can paralyze you from being your best self. People who are dealing with unhealthy frustration may feel as though they have a dark cloud looming over them, which is really preventing them from taking any sort of control over their life. You know these people, right? They're the ones with intense road rage. Maybe they huff and puff when the checkout line in the grocery store is too long. Everything just seems to be a problem. That's the unhealthy frustration. Then there's the healthy frustration. This is the kind that motivates you to take action. It's going to instill a purpose that really drives you to achieve and brings an absolute resolve that will not allow your current circumstances to really determine your future. So how you look at your life and what you want to do about it is entirely up to you. But if you can learn to turn frustration into action, that can be absolutely life-changing. I like that. Frustration
1: into action. Movement. Movement Mm -hmm. is what I hear from that. So thank you so much. I think it's time for us to talk about the F word that you both have mentioned in each of the episodes. And we're going to, we're going to park here for a minute because it's an important one because we all experience this fear. What are the common fears that you see people face as they get outside of their comfort zone?
0: Gosh, there are probably really three basic ones that come to mind. It's fear of change. Fear of the unknown. Embrace yourself with this one, even fear of success.
1: Hmm. That is so interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick your brain about that one in a minute. But let's uh let's talk about first the fear of change, which I think we can all relate to. Change is so uncomfortable, it just feels icky at times, but yet there's something beautiful on the outside of that. So why does this one specifically get in the way so often?
0: Oh gosh, you know, because um People don't really embrace change. They don't love change for just the sake of changing. So, you know, what I do when I, I experience maybe this fear, um, I, I really take a deep breath and I ask myself, okay, team, is what I'm thinking... Feeling or even experiencing really a matter of life and death? And usually it's not, right? But this question helps me put things into perspective because it makes me realize that circumstances usually feel way more dramatic than they really are, right? So once I have a little bit of a grasp on reality and a grasp on perspective, I say, I ask myself next, I say, okay, do you know what? Is what I'm thinking and feeling really, really true? What if? It's only false evidence appearing real. And then lastly, I challenge myself and I'm saying, is what I'm thinking and feeling simply uncomfortable and scary because it's not part of my current comfort zone? And then I remind myself that just because something is maybe not in my current comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean that it's not worth pursuing perhaps it should be the very thing that i am focusing on uh, focusing in on and perhaps i need to explore and maybe discover if and how whatever this fear is has the potential to meet my goals needs and expectations and when you think about it that way suddenly change doesn't seem all that crazy right look Anytime you learn something new or different, it's going to feel uncomfortable at first, but once once you um, really realize that it's only going to be temporarily uncomfortable, you, know, you, you realize that it may still be worth pursuing because perhaps you are trying to feel 100% comfortable and, and that's not really what we should be striving towards. What we really want is the success and is it okay For me to feel temporarily uncomfortable if I get to live the life I was meant to live. Um, If I get to check off all those boxes we spoke about, right? I get to live my desired income, my desired lifestyle, my desired wealth and equity. So, really, don't fear fear, if I can even put it that way. (laughs) Fear is normal, but don't let it paralyze you, right? It's an, an inevitable part of life. And it seems frightening because it threatens our current comfort zone. Uh, And these are the comfort zones that we've constructed for ourselves. Like before, when you were asking, right, what holds people back? It's usually in our minds, right? We cannot do that. We have all these rules, these self-imposed beliefs um, that we can and cannot do certain things.
1: You know, and that fear of change often leads us to then start to have a new fear, fear of the unknown, how do we over- overcome this fear of knowing that we don't know?
0: Right. Yeah, that fear is, uh, um, is what often prevents us from taking any actions or any decisions. Why? Because none of us want to make a bad or wrong decision, right? Myself included, like that doesn't sound like fun. Um, you know, so we simply refuse to act because it feels irresponsible. It feels reckless, but what if you put the idea of making the wrong or bad decision to the side? As a matter of fact, Courtney, if I was working with you, I'd say, hey, I want to ma- I want you to make a commitment to me and promise not to make any decisions at all, right? So I'm removing the idea of making a bad or wrong decision. I don't want you to make a decision at all. What I want you to do is simply go out there and educate yourself, go out there and Find the facts, find the data and seek the truth and then come back to me and tell me what you discovered. And the cool thing is what will happen is if you're earnest and sincere about learning, it will help you move away from making the worst mistake of your life or feeling like it's going to be the worst mistake of your life to the feeling of empowerment where I feel like now I have I'm armed with information and I can, and I get to make informed choices. Look, no doubt that still takes courage, but courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the assessment that something else is more important than fear. And I think it's Roosevelt who said that.
1: Mm. So when we, you know, make the decision, we make that change, we're ready. You know, something that I read in the book that I found so interesting is that people fear fear making business decisions that could be the wrong one because of, there's a list of things, but ones that I found very interesting, experience and then passion. Passion. That's so interesting. So talk to me about why they actually shouldn't be fearing those things.
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're asking me this question because I can personally Personally, relate to it. You know, I used to limit myself um, or my possibilities because I felt like I lacked experience. Heck, now in hindsight, this is one of those things that I laugh at myself about because I realized that is such a sim- silly reason not to pursue something just because I don't have experience in it. The only way to get experience is to start doing it. Is to do the thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So nobody was good at doing anything until they experienced it, until they did it, right? And the same thing with passion. You don't know whether you have a passion for something or um, whether you could grow to love something if you've never tried it. So living your Comfort zone never, ever feels natural. Um, but if you keep an open mind and you educate what um, uh, educate yourself, you know, um, what you will learn may actually surprise you. I know for me, it's changed everything. The things that I love and enjoy today are a far cry from what I thought I would love and enjoy looking even just ten uh, back 10 years ago, right? And um, this is true for me. Professionally, but also personally. So once you open in your mind, and what did Marissa say before, you know, turn your frustration into fascination. When you're fascinated about things, you become curious about them. And once you're curious about them, you get to experience them in a whole different way than you've ever done before.
1: You know, what I like a lot about this is the majority of this time we spend talking about being able to change your circumstances, but you answering this almost is a reminder that it, it gives us permission to allow ourselves to change. You talk about experience and how, well, you didn't know these things and it's okay to not know these things. One day you will know these things, but you just have to make the decision. And so I love that it's a a twofold, essentially. It's saying, yes, you can change your circumstances and your family tree and your future, but also it gives you permission.
0: You're allowed to change too. Yeah, we get to make it up every single day. I think Wayne Dyer was the one who said, you know, if you cannot change your circumstances, change the way you look at things. And it's absolutely true. You have the power to change the way you look at things.
1: That's great. Well, let's talk about the last fear word. And this is one I just, it it is so fascinating to me because I know that when people hear this, I know people are going to say, that's not me. I mean, I'm not scared of success. But when you- really peel back the layers they might actually be. So talk to me about that. How powerful is the fear of success when it comes to keeping people from being successful?
0: I know it's a crazy one, right? Because like you said, who on earth would say that I fear success? You know, um, at least that was my reaction when I heard it the first time. And then the interesting thing happened, right? My coach started pointing out inconsistencies, um, with what I said I wanted and what I was actually doing. So my actions were incoherent with what I said I wanted to accomplish, right? So once you start paying attention to that, you may realize you're not intentionally avoiding it, but you're finding reasons, you're finding excuses, um, and, and you're just doing things, like even maybe procrastinating, doing the things that you should be doing. And, um, you know, could it be that it's not really success per se that we're afraid of, but rather we're terrified of what we believe it will mean, who we need to become and what we will have to do when we become successful. So I think sometimes it's actually easier to settle for mediocrity than striving Mm -hmm. for excellence. But, you know, when we are honest with ourselves, is that really what we would rather do? Is that really what we want from life? you know? So, um, we have a choice. It's not always easy, but, um, yeah, um, I can definitely see how avoiding success has been true for me, even though I would have been the first to say that, oh no, I am not afraid of it.
1: With you mentioning, uh, being mediocre and, and this is not to put anyone down, but we, we are who we surround ourselves with. Right. And so I think that there is something additionally to that when you say, okay, being successful might mean you removing yourself from what is so common around you. And that also, that's scary. That's a, that's a huge risk to say, okay, I'm going outside of this, the normal sphere of influence of what is comfortable to me and saying, I'm going to go for something that is a notch higher than even what I'm surrounded by. So I think that's a, a really interesting insight that you have there.
0: For sure. And I mean, you know, we'll talk about family and friends later, you know, but um, the, how does the saying go? You, you cannot choose your family, but you certainly can choose your friends. And, you know, one of the things when we coach people, we say, hey, look, you know, um, we're all going to, um, on this journey of discovery, there may be ups and downs and we may be driving through Death Valley, but when we go there, it's not okay to just set up camp there, right? And if other people are setting up camp there, we need to keep going. So yeah, be very careful about who you surround yourself with. I think on the last session, I said, you know, there are two types of people in life, dream catchers and dream stealers. So just take an audit and an honest look at who you are with and where you're getting your information from.
1: The third F we will contend with when we start to dream of our future possibilities is Finance, finances. So, what are the common ways that finances
2: can disrupt and dismantle your dreams? Uh, Finances, probably one of the (laughs) top efforts that people think about when exploring U2.0. And so many individuals limit their possibilities because they have a belief that they don't have the money or enough money to invest in their future. And I want to challenge that way of thinking. So, here's something to think about. So many individuals are willing to go into a tremendous amount of debt. For higher education without even contemplating what that return may be. You hear it now every day in the news, right? The student loan debt right now is enormous. So mm-hmm. if you're willing to take on that risk, why not be open-minded and in investing in yourself and your future? So before you rule anything out based on finances, really evaluate the, the potential ROI for not just the income But the potential ROI for the income, the lifestyle, the wealth and equity on all of your options, and you might actually discover that it can be far less risky diversifying reactive investments to more proactive investment vehicles. And last thing to note there, too, is there's so many funding options available out there that funding hardly becomes the issue when it comes to achieving your dreams.
1: Well, let's talk about those funding options. Describe a few examples of possible funding solutions.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Before I get into some examples of what those can look like, another great benefit actually of working with someone like that of a career ownership coach is they have really great relationships with funding experts who are happy to work with anyone considering business ownership to really make them aware of the possibilities available to them. But To look at a few examples. So you can utilize a HELOC, so a home equity line of credit. You can tap into your 401k to invest in yourself and your future. Um, And there's also programs through the Small Business Administration or the SBA. And that's just to name a few. But there are many, many other vehicles that can help with those funding options. That's great. Oh, man. It is time
1: for the final F word, two F words, but we you merge them together because they are they are one and the same. We we walk and talk and spend the most time with these people. And yes, you guys probably know it is family and friends. So what are the ways that they can become a very significant roadblock to taking ownership of your career, income, lifestyle, wealth, equity?
0: Yeah, you know, well, perhaps they're probably one of the most important influences on whether people decide to pursue their dreams or not. You know, if you dream your dreams and you don't invite those closest to you to go on this mind walk with you, don't be surprised that when you're ready to take action, that they're going to be resistant because it's going to seem like this suddenly came out of the blue. Like, what are we, what are you talking about, Courtney? You were going to go and get a higher education and now you're going off in this direction. They're going to think you lost your mind, right? Because not only are you stepping out of your comfort zone, you are taking them out of possibly their comfort zone. And we just spoke about how much people love or actually resist change, right? (laughs) Especially imagine if they're not the ones initiating it. So although you cannot control what family members and friends think, who knows, maybe when they see your courage and your determination, you may actually inspire them to pursue their dreams and go on their own journey. You may just be the catalyst that helps them evolve and grow and Maybe not, right? Maybe nothing's going to change. But at the very least, if they know what's important to you and if they know what your aspirations are and what you're dreaming about, maybe they can at least support you on your quest so that they're not pushing you um, or trying to convince you that you're crazy, right? So if it's important to you, I would say absolutely make sure that you have conversations with those people that are closest to you because... Uh, it's absolutely going to influence you. And we spoke about before, right? You can you cannot choose your family, but you could certainly choose your friends. So maybe choose some people who are going to support your dreams. And also realize that, you know, once you're starting to break this mold and you're going from... Um, Um, you know, whether it's employment to empowerment, you're starting to go down a road less travel and family members may try to discourage you. And hopefully it's because they are genuinely concerned about you and they don't want to see you fail, right? Hopefully those are the types of people that you're around, family members and friends who genuinely want to make sure that you don't do something that's going to be harmful for you. But also consider... That the people that you may be surrounded by may be stuck in an old and outdated paradigm. Or maybe, just maybe, there's a little jealousy or envy, right? Mm. So remember what I said in the last episode, and I think I said it several times today, surround yourself with dream catchers. Not dream stealers. And if you missed the last episode, I would absolutely encourage you to go back and listen to it because I think on that episode, I um, spoke about the analogy of crabs in a basket. I doubt that we'll have time to repeat it here because I know that we're running out of time here, Courtney. But hopefully, that addressed your answer or question about um, the importance of family and friends and how this can absolutely impact the direction you go.
1: Yeah. I I have a follow up question with that because you know, you say surrounding yourself with with dream catchers. Hmm. And for somebody who's, you know, listening to this and they have been in the same job for 20 years, let's give an example here, and th- their people are pretty rooted, right? How do you go out and find these new people. You're saying like, okay, my, my the circle, the sphere of influence that I have with friends is not the best one, at least for when it comes to my career pursuits. I would love to be able to find new or adding, bringing new people in to help me and to challenge me into this next level. I mean, realistically, how do you go about finding those people?
0: Oh, I love that because look at the day and age in which we live, right? Um, Access to information is not the problem. The fact that somebody is listening to this very podcast means they're already starting to surround themselves with people who have the ability to elevate them, right? Um, Finding resources, right? If you were to pick up the book and um, you went through that, there are QR codes in here that allows you to go through exercises. As a matter of fact, we've made a commitment that if somebody is open to coaching that everybody should have the opportunity to do that. So you may say, well, Tamara and Marissa, these guys aren't my friends yet. We have an entire (laughs) community of people who would love to support you. Um, That is what I've done, right? To the point where I am with these like-minded individuals who are thinking about how we can elevate the world, how we can help the world and humanity reimagine and reclaim the life of their dreams. Are those the type of people that you want to be with? If you're currently in a tribe that is not supporting your aspirations, find a new tribe by listening to podcasts, downloading, or listening to books. Um, I mean, gosh, YouTube, there's so many resources there. So hopefully I gave you a few ideas of things that you're doing, but something brought you to today's podcast. So I would dare to say that you're already looking at um, people and a community that can support your dreams.
1: And the thing that I love that you mentioned about that, you said, yet, yet, meaning (laughs) these people want to be your friends. Like these people are ready and willing. And I, I think, and I'm sure you could say yes to this, but people that are at a place in their life where they are proud of, they want to bring other people along. So it's not this, for somebody that might be fearful of saying like, oh, they don't have time to invest into me. Oh, contraire. Here you two are sitting here wanting to invest into complete strangers. And so I think that's just a beautiful testament to one, what you guys do, but then two, to encourage other people to say, yes, like take the step, take the risk. It is risky finding new people, but also the right ones will want to be there for you and encourage you along the way.
0: Yeah. It's a very human journey, right? Because at the end of the day, it's the humanity. What, you know, What do we enjoy most? It's community. So yeah, it, I don't want to go on this road by myself. I love the fact that I've people like Marissa and our entire coaching community who does that. And we want to invite more. We have the mindset that a rising tide raises all ships. So yeah, we don't want to just keep this to ourselves. If there is something of value that we can provide to you, that's going to make your day better, then absolutely. We want to share that because that makes our days better too. And that gives us purpose, quite frankly, also
1: mm, that's beautiful. Gives you purpose. Well, whether it is frustration, fear, finances or friends and family that have kept you in a state of idleness, not anymore. No, no more efforts are going to hold you back because Tamara and Marissa, I mean, they have given you the keys to the kingdom that will help you finally connect the things that you want to the things that you do. So ladies, I just, I will consistently thank you for your time and your wisdom because you bring so much hope to so many people. So thank you for being with me today. Oh, of course. Thank, thank you, thank you it's Courtney. A pleasure. All right. Well, I have got a challenge for you listeners as we close our time together. I love a good challenge. I hope you love a good challenge too, because it is time to get social. Oh yes. So whether it be Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or X as it is now called, whatever platform that you love the most, I want you to head to the entrepreneur resources page and share what F word You're taking control of today. Oh, yes. So to find each link to the Entrepreneur Resource's social platforms, just go to theentrepreneursource.com forward slash social. One more time. That is entrepreneursource.com forward slash social. And of course, that link will be in today's show notes for you guys as well, because it's time to get loud about changing your career. And we want to get loud and celebrate with you. I mean, look at, look at these two ladies. They are ready. They're ready to just celebrate alongside of you guys. So we are ready. Go ahead. Time to get social. We are excited to see your comments and obviously never forget. Keep an open mind and always, always, always remember what is possible. We'll see you next time.